Yo, 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 yo to the community, man. Welcome in, welcome in. Uh, it's another edition of Cash It with Chris, the NBA betting show powered by the uh, the Forever Basketball Podcast Network. Be sure to check those check those guys out over on all of the social media platforms. Um, growing company, uh, excited to be working with them as well. We have, uh, man, we got a lot to get into. I'm going to try to keep the show today to about 20 about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, which we should be able to get there uh, just because we, we don't have a big slate today, but let's go ahead and start with uh, the intros and what happened yesterday. So we saw a lot of different things. I think a lot of it was, you know, a tad bit surprising, which is why, even though I went 0-3 overall yesterday, I went 0-1 on show plays yesterday. Um, I gave out the Miami Heat and we'll get into all of that, but um, the Miami Heat team total under uh, 105 and a half and we saw uh, the Miami Heat look abysmal yesterday. They looked terrible yesterday. Uh, I was, I knew that Miami would take a step back. I mean, I think you could, the bookmakers knew that, you know, based on the win total going down, um, being projected as low as it was based on how they finished last season. But I didn't think they looked that bad, especially without Zach Levine. Um, but shout out to the, shout out to the guys, man. I don't, I don't like to discredit players. I, you know, I want to get them their respect and their, um, you know, their praise as well. And, uh, I watched the game. I watched the majority of the game. I was flipping back and forth through a lot of the channels, of course. DeSumo, Ayo DeSumo looked really, really good yesterday. I think at one point in the game in the third quarter, he had like 17, uh, four and four. It was like three for four from three. Um, Miami is was a shell of themselves. I didn't. I I, I would have expected that if they were on the road, but I didn't really expect that. I thought that they would come out and punch and punch. Uh, you know, a, a Chicago team that. I thought the focal point would have been DeMar DeRozan, which it was. I think DeMar had 37 last night. Um, I thought that they would have, you know, been able to just, I guess, force other guys to beat him. And DeSumo was that guy. He stepped up yesterday, played really, really big for them. So hats off to them. That was the only play I gave out on the on the um on the show yesterday morning, uh, which brings the record to two and one overall. Uh, on the season, let's see. So we were up 0.8 units of um of the uh, 0.87 units off the over, and then we were also um up 1.2 units on Jalen Brown. So we were up two. What is that? Uh, mm, about one unit if you if you look at the math. So we're about even, about even down uh 0.11 units. So. Uh, on the season, but it's a young season, man. I think we saw a lot of things uh, yesterday that, you know, I, I want to get into a breakdown, but that the breakdown could, could realistically be the entire show just because of how many games it was yesterday. So, um, you know, some key takeaways for me, I was trying to watch as many of these games as possible. Of course, I'm going to go back and, you know, tune in to, to some of them today as well. And uh, shout out to everybody for being here. I see you guys in the comment section. Uh, hit the like button for me uh, if you can. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Yeah, I did. I exited out. My fault. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, good morning to you guys, man. I appreciate you guys for being here uh, for sure. Um, as always, hit the like button for me. Uh, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend, as I always say. But let's get into it. Let's talk about let's do a little bit of a recap. I don't want to do the recap for too long. And then we'll we'll get into today's games and uh, I'll discuss and share share uh, a play and give you guys some information that I think will be beneficial 
you know, moving forward uh, for tonight's action. So the Orlando Magic and the Detroit Pistons. I had to lean towards the Pistons. I talked about that game. I broke it down. I gave some analysis. Uh, just didn't want to back Detroit at home um, as a favorite, right? As a dog, yeah, but as a favorite, no. But I talked about last year they covered as a as a favorite at home two of five, two of seven times. They were two and five uh, ATS and straight up um, at home as a favorite. And both of those wins came against Orlando. So if you followed the trend, that simple trend, and you won that bet because they, they started slow. Orlando came out, was up 28-17 at the end of the first quarter. Um, but they, you know, they fought back. They won the, they won the, uh, they won the second quarter, the third quarter, and, uh, barely lost the fourth quarter, ended up winning the game by four. So they covered the spread and won the game outright. Um, and, uh, Bontrell looked really, really good. Uh, I, you know, I think his name has to be mentioned. Um, the dunk that he had, I forgot exactly who it was over, but, uh, crazy, crazy dunk and put up, uh, he was first person to score first rookie to score what I think it was 20. Five, have 25 and five in his first uh in his first NBA game since LeBron James did it so shout out to him uh bright bright future over there in Orlando um the 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 Wizards actually look good they, they end up winning by seven against the Pacers and I won't go through all of these games um on the show for 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 the the NBA crispy cap and show in the evening I gave out um Jalen Green who looked he looked good. He shot enough shots. He just didn't hit them. Um, shout out to the guys in Atlanta for, you know, being able to play a little defense. Houston didn't score as many points as I think they expected. They they thought they would. They ended up losing 117 to 107. Um, the Pelicans, which I leaned towards, I didn't end up playing it. Thought it was a watch and, you know, observe type game. Ended up covering that spread by 25 as they won by 22. Um, and, you know, absolutely just knocked Brooklyn out from the get-go in that one. Uh, we like I said, we I could take a deeper dive into all of these games, but I won't. Just real quick, just wanted to go through, you know, a few things. Uh, the Knicks played Memphis really good. They ended up losing by three. That game went to overtime. Um, my the, the Cleveland and Toronto game was really good. I was flipping back and forth between that one. Darius Garland went out with the eye injury early, um, but Cleveland fought hard. Ended up losing that game by three. Toronto had a, a, a amazing comeback. Won the fourth quarter, 30, 32 to twenty one. Uh, to 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 pull away in that one, and then you get OKC, man. I kind of talked about it a little bit yesterday um, after the show, but OKC is an away favorite. I mean, I'm sorry, as an away dog, they just continue to keep covering spreads going back to last year. They covered yesterday by four. I think they covered as away dogs last year at a, at a 67 or s- close to a 70 percent rate yesterday, and they played the Timberwolves close last night. Um, Timberwolves actually had to come. Had to had to fight hard for that win last night. They ended up winning by seven, but that spread was ten. So that's a spot I'll be looking to get behind is OKC plus the points um, throughout the season. They just always play hard. Uh, Charlotte absolutely smacks San Antonio even without Lamelo. That was that was crazy. And I gave out Kelton Johnson who uh, didn't shoot the ball. He didn't shoot the ball terribly, but he didn't shoot the ball as well as I thought he would. Charlotte actually looked like they played a little bit of defense, which I thought was interesting. And uh, they absolutely drugged San Antonio. In San Antonio, Kelton Johnson didn't get back in in the fourth quarter. And, of course, uh, we finished three points short. I'm uh, extremely um, upset and frustrated about that one because I do think that if he played the fourth quarter, he would have got the three points that we needed. Um, but, yeah, I don't like I said, I don't want to go through too many of these. Uh, Phoenix did end up winning, but they didn't cover. Dallas covered. They won by two. Um, and Portland beat Sacramento last night, 115 to 108. Uh, Utah upsetting win over uh Denver, end up covering by 28 and a half points. 
Yeah, man. And, and yesterday I talked about, you know, discipline. I talked about unit size. I talked about not going too heavy. I finished 0 and 3 overall yesterday. Not extremely concerned at all. They were all one unit plays. Um, I, you know, I, I know that we, we, we're going to get those units back. And I feel I still feel solid about all the plays. I still feel like I didn't force anything. And I think that's, you know, what helps me sleep better at night and what, you know, doesn't get me extremely frustrated about it. But Moving on, let's get into let's get into uh let's get into today's games, man. So we got the Bucks and the 76ers first. It's only two games late today. We got the Bucks and the 76ers. Uh line opened up at hold on. All right. So yeah, line opened up at two. Um it has since uh shifted drastically. Well, not drastically, but some money's come in on Philly, which I, I kinda I kinda agree with. Um the line is now at four. So you can get a four pretty much everywhere. The total opened at 225, and it hasn't really moved a lot at all. Uh, looking at this, looking at this game, there's a, there's a few things that I want to make sure I mention. First thing um, is, of course, this is the Bucks' first game of the season. We saw the 76ers go to Boston and um, not really look too good offensively. Boston is one of the better defensive teams in the league. They will be throughout the season, just based on what they what they built last year under uh, Coach Ime Udoka. Um, and just the elite talent that they have on the defensive end, their job, their ability to be able to pretty much switch everything. They play with elite uh, uh, intensity. Um, so I don't think, you know, you can really. Philly's going to look a lot different up against the you know championship contending teams, which the Bucks are a championship contending team. But I, I, I think without Middleton, they struggle in this spot just a tad bit watching them throughout the preseason. Granted, preseason, just preseason, but they didn't win a preseason game. Um, their, their three-point defense, which I'll talk about in a second, has been atrocious over the last couple of years under Coach uh, Coach Bud, and I think that could, um, you know, play a factor in uh, in matchups against elite teams. I'll just say that, right? So it's a, this is going to be the Bucks' first game. It's going to be the 76ers' first uh, home game. Of course, that game will be played without Chris Middleton. Um, he's not expected to be back for for a little while. Um, at least not the start of the season. He's going to be out. Uh, I can't remember exactly how long, but we don't. He's not going to be a part of this game. Also, uh, Pat Connaughton is also not going to be a part in this game. And when you start, you know, losing these guys who have tremendous impact, I, I like Pat Connaughton. I I think that you know they 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 need him to, in order to be successful, especially if you're not going to have Middleton. Um, then it starts to get a little tricky, right? Um, of course, they have, you know, uh, they still have J Drew Holiday. He's getting a, a little older up there in age. Uh, then you have guys like Noir, Jordan Noir. And then, of course, you have um, Javon Carter. So, so it's, you know, Bobby Portis is still there. Brooke Lopez is still there. But it's it's going to be, I think it's going to be a little difficult for them. I like Philly tonight. I haven't placed the bet. Um, but let me just give you guys a little more insight on that. So three-point shooting-wise, I talked about this a little bit. The Bucks are the Bucks three point defense has ranked thirtieth three of the last four years under Coach Bud, and y'all know it's only thirty teams in the league, so that means they've been last. And the team, the time that they wasn't ranked thirtieth, which was uh, the twenty twenty one season, they ranked twenty eighth. Um, so this team has been horrible defensively against the three, and you and we we've targeted guys against them, uh, you know, specifically for threes last year. Um, I, which is why I'm going to get to a player prop here in a second. But continuing on, as far as the total in this one, like I said, it opened at 225 and it's kind of stayed there. The, the total is six and one in the last seven meetings uh, to the over. The over, I'm sorry, is six and one in the last seven meetings. And I could I could see that again. I could see this game going over 225, but I don't think I'm really interested in the total right now. 
Um, as far as ATS, the Bucks do kind of own the 76ers. If you look back um, at, uh, you know, just historically, um, they 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 just play them really, really well. I can't remember exactly what they are straight up, but I want to say it's like six and one, five and one, something like that. ATS wise, the Bucks are four and one in the last five meetings. Um, however, when you take out that, that's just, you know, Bucks versus 76ers. When you take out Chris Middleton last year, the Bucks went seven and nine straight up and seven and nine ATS last year. So that's something to take into consideration because he is a focal point of their offense on the def- on uh, focal point of their defense and offense. The guy can play defense as well. Um, the Bucks offense took a, a six point step back last season without Middleton. They scored six fewer points last year. Then the 76ers, um, they as far as the three point shooting, they shot 38 percent against the against this um, the Boston Celtics um, in the in the first game of the season they also shot the three-point ball pretty well during the preseason um now they now they're at home um they get a you know or a coach bud to his credit he 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 has acknowledged that the three-point defense is bad i just don't think that they can do a lot about it at all um you know it's an effort thing how they close out maybe i just i I like philly at home tonight um i would be looking at a guy like maxi um maxi is a guy who i know a lot of people was on his threes in the first game uh, against Boston, not last night, but, you know, on opening night. And I would probably be looking at his threes tonight. Um, I, I also, you know, we got player props out. I lean Giannis over the 30 and a half points. Last season, he started the season off uh, against Brooklyn, which, you know, is a horrific defense. But he went for 32. So he's a guy that's going to be ready at the beginning of the season. He's also scored 40, 32, and 31 points in the last three starts versus Philly. Um, but, of course, P.J. Tucker is on the other side now. Uh, and that'll probably make it a more difficult matchup. But for me, psychologically, and I've heard Giannis talk about this in post-game interviews, he likes that that challenge, right? I think he'd much rather have a, a, a good slash great defender on him versus somebody that he knows can't guard him. And I do think that the lack of having Chris Middleton will mean that Giannis could go for, you know, Giannis could get 30 with Chris Middleton in. So I think, uh, you know, opening night, the lights will be bright, at least, you know, season opener for them. I like him to go over his points tonight. I didn't play that official, but just wanted to kind of give you guys some information on that. And then I talked about Maxi. Anytime I see Maxi points under 20, I'm probably going to take it. We know the Bucks like to play at an extremely fast pace. Maxi points are 18 and a half. His threes are two and a half right now, and they're plus money pretty much everywhere you look. Um, he averaged the most uh, three-point attempts during the preseason, and he shot uh, 56% from three. Uh, I mentioned how the Bucks three-point defense has struggled. Maxi was two for five uh, against a really solid defensive uh, team in Boston that only allowed teams to make 20% of their three-pointers, which was the best in the preseason. So I really like Maxi a lot in this spot. Um, but that could, you know, that could be James. It could be James Harden again. I do, do, do think that James probably will draw uh, Drew Holiday as far as a matchup goes. So um, two two play two player props that I'm I'm looking at, but I haven't locked those in. If you guys tune into the evening show, I'll you know do a little more extensive research, read what some of these beat writers are talking about, and just you know be a tad bit more prepared. And that's what this show is kind of you know just kind of giving you guys my angles and my insight, bringing some stats and some statistics that'll be uh, helpful for you guys as far as making your plays for the day. And then that and that and, that, and that's kind of that game, right? So like I said, uh, plays that I really like in that game, but haven't really played them. And I probably will get there with Philly uh, on the four. I wish I would have got it at two, of course, but I do think that, you know, this team is is primed to, uh, you know, c- 
come up and I know, you know, they, they started their season off with the Celtics, the championship contender team. Now they get the Bucks who the Bucks actually are the, the most favorite team. They, they uh, have the, the, they're the uh, team that's favored the most to win the championship, which I thought was a tad bit crazy. Cause I don't necessarily agree with that. I know that they get Middleton back. Um, but I, I just, I, I struggle, I struggle with backing them just because of, how bad they can be defensively at times. And I don't know if they have enough off the bench. Their bench isn't as deep as it used to be. So, um, you know, take that for, you know, what you want to take it with. But I think that, uh, I think this, I like the 76ers tonight. Like I said, I haven't played it yet. Maybe it'll be official later. Uh, moving along. Uh, so 76, just a recap of that game. I like the 76ers minus the four, even though I haven't played it and I won't go official with it right now. Um, I also like, uh Joel Embiid to go over his 30 and a half points I think that was like a minus 122 line and then Maxi his points over 18 and a half pretty much anytime under 20 I, uh, I'm probably gonna take Maxi I like Maxi a lot and then his threes I also think that tonight's gonna be the night uh where you know the Bucks historically just let let teams make a lot of threes uh I wouldn't mind taking Maxi on a ladder tonight but I haven't put that bet in either but those are my three plays from that first game Moving on, I want to, um, like I said, I want to keep this to about 20 minutes. So let me get into, uh, let me get into uh, the the second game of the night. So we get the Lakers and the Clippers. Um, this line actually opened up uh, in favor of the Clippers at a minus four, um, which, uh, man, I think was a short, short line. And I'm actually upset that I didn't get it at four. Um I did. I talked about this yesterday, though. If you were in the if, if you were in the spaces uh, for the NBA Crispy Capping Show in the 5 p.m. Eastern one, then I, I talked about already taking the Clippers uh, five and a half. I do think that the line will probably move as well. Um, and and I'll give you guys a few a few reasons why. But for me, this one is not really. I mean, you can get into the analytics of it if you want to, uh, but I just think the Clippers have a much better team. I think they're 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 deeper. I think uh, I would give the the coaching nod to. Coach Talu, even though I like Darvin Ham and what he's trying to implement in L.A., you guys know I'm a Laker fan as well. So it's really hard for me to bet against my team. It's really hard for me to bet on them. But until they address the shooting woes, I think that um, I'm not really looking to back them at all. And if I see the Lakers up against the championship contending team and the spread is less than eight, I'm probably just going to jump on it. That, that If I'm just being real about it. I think that the Clippers are a much uh, deeper team. They have a lot. They're. they're their second unit is light years better than than the Lakers' second unit. Um, Kendrick Nunn, I think, is is good. Uh, Devin Vassell, I think, is good. Um, I had some numbers that I wanted to bring up. One of the things I think that is extremely important is looking at this team, looking at this matchup last year. The Clippers dog my Lakers. They were four and zero straight up. I think three and one ATS. They covered the spread uh, three of those games, uh, and I think they won by average of average of six points. That was before Kawhi Leonard came back. So this year, uh, you get a you get you get a team, um, you know, that returns Kawhi. Paul George will be there for the beginning of the season. They also, you know, just have uh, you know, other guys that are going to fill the void and and play big roles. Nicholas Batum, Robert Covington, um, Nerland, uh, um, who am I missing? Um, uh, the list just goes on and on, man. They they're just an extremely deep team. I really like. Uh, I really like the 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 Los Angeles Clippers tonight. I'm upset that I didn't get the line at four, but I think it's still value. And I, I still kind of project that this line will, will close closer to closer to six, six and a half. So I think there's still, you know, uh some money that can be made on um on taking the Clippers right now. As far as player props, I didn't really look at a lot. 
um, in this one. And that'll be something that I'll kind of look at, um, you know, for the evening show as well. But I did, I do have the Clippers minus five and a half in my pocket. Uh, who is Jeff? What's up, Jeff? Appreciate you being here, man. Think it's an advantage uh, or disadvantage that Milwaukee hasn't played yet. I actually think it's a disadvantage, um, Jeff. I think, and that's a great question too. I think it's a disadvantage that that Milwaukee hasn't played yet. Philly having a game underneath their belt. Also, you want to take teams on the bounce back. You want to take them after they've lost. Uh, and I think Philly comes in. They're hungry. Uh, you know, to get a win for for the home crowd tonight. It'll be the first game of the season there, of course. Um, so I, I I lean I lean towards the. I definitely lean towards um, Philly in that spot. Want to see how the minutes uh, stack up for the Clippers with all those all the uh, guys playing wing guys. Yeah, for sure. Philly first quarter. I uh, uh, I don't know about that, Fabian. I got to look more into that. I like to take a deep dive. I also just don't want to force a lot of things at the very beginning. But I do think that Philly comes out motivated and uh, and I, I could see that for sure. Um, Ovo, OVO um, said looking at. And beat uh, over one and a half threes at plus one forty four on Fanduel. He hit two um, plus in seven of the last ten meetings versus the Bucks. Hit three in six of those games. He shot six on Tuesday. That could be a good look because he'll probably draw, uh, you know, Brook Lopez. And uh, you know, anytime you can get Brook Lopez again uh, away from the away from the rim on defense, he's not going to be uh, in you know a natural guarding position. So I, I like actually like that look. Uh, I'm not playing it, but I do like that look. Giannis rebounds, uh, a, rebounds a steal tonight. Uh, I don't know exactly what you mean in that one, Boogie. But, but yeah, that, that like I said, not a the, the eye test for me with the Lakers. And like I said, anytime I see the Lakers going against a championship contending team that can that can knock down the three, that has a much better bench, and that can play defense, I'm I'm probably gonna fade the Lakers in, into the foreseeable future. Uh, they, they're extremely top heavy with LeBron and AD, and until those bench guys, uh, you know, pick it up. Um, and, and prove that, you know, prove their worth. I, I can't, I can't, I can't back the Lakers. Not, not, and, and it sucks to say, cause like I said, it's my team, but that's what I would look at. That's what I would look in this one for you guys. And that's the only official play that I'm gonna give out is the Clippers minus the five and a half is what I got it at yesterday when I locked it in. Josh, what's up, bro? Appreciate you being here. Jay Jones, uh, Paul George o- over four and a half assists. I could see that. Kawhi points over 22 and a half. Hustle hard. I could see that as well. Like I said, I haven't even gotten to the player part market if I'm being honest with you guys. But I appreciate you guys being here. Like I said, if you're over on YouTube, uh, definitely hit that, hit the like button. Um, you know, definitely drop your plays over here as well. Uh, the morning show will continue. I'm doing one every single morning. Appreciate you, Akbar, for being in the chat. I'm doing one every single morning, 7 a.m. You guys be sure to tap in with me. Then another show at 5:15, the Crispy Captain NBA show. Um, 515 Eastern time every single day, live on Twitter spaces. This show is just, it's on Twitter, but it's not in the Twitter space. And it's of course on YouTube as well. Appreciate you guys uh, for being here. Appreciate the love in the chat as well. Um, best of luck to you guys today and tap in with me at 515 Eastern time. I'll give out, uh, you know, more looks as I take a deeper dive into some of these player props and try to find a few angles. But again, two game slate. The, I'm not saying that the markets are going to be extremely tight. We don't know that for sure. But what we do know is that on a two-game slate, the books typically have uh, – they can hone in on these props. So I like to tell guys to, you know, kind of take it easy. Don't force plays. It's the beginning of the season. Uh, best of luck on all your bets. And hopefully I see you guys at 515. Again, the show is powered by uh, Forever Basketball Podcast Network. Be sure to check out my guys over there. And uh, have a great day, you guys. I'll see you guys at 515, man.